Hey, just a quick message from the DM before we start today's episode. I've been using content warnings for small things like graphic language or blood, but this is the first session where I strongly recommend that if you're sensitive to graphic content, please read over the content warnings first and do what you need to do to be prepared for it. With that being said, enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corners Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Jacob as Schmidt with his far-fetched Quacko. Melissa as Cindy with her Vulpix Soul Eater, Grace as Elodie with her Milsery Cabbage, and CJ as Gimli with his Roggenrola Trevor. My name is Rich and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. Our aerial shot zooms in through the roof of the Weather Institute, and there we find... Our four heroes standing in an office with an open box that used to be full of Pokemon that came from the Alola region. Um, There are a couple slightly startled Weather Institute workers and one grunt Alexander tied up in the corner. What do you do? What's our next step from here? We have to take Alexander to the police station, right? I thought we were going to leave him with the... Are they already here? Oh yeah, we were leaving out the back. Aren't the cops here? Right, we were were leaving. We were about to leave. Because, because they were yeah, going right, to call right, the right. cops for us because right. we're already like kind of questionable. Like they believed us, but we're still like, yeah, it's on like, there. wow, we looted the house. The same day, huh? They don't know we looted the house. Well, they can find out if they see us again. I guess, I mean, it's just tea. It's still looting a house. I don't think they took exact measurements <laughs> of the tea. <laughs> what a level with you. They don't have a before <laughs> to compare it to. Yeah, them. they were just like, wow, this barrel <laughs> seems slightly more empty than the other barrels. I mean, they stole some tea. How do they know it wasn't maybe, the guy? Uh, maybe we should just uh, leave then. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we, well, they offered a way for us to sneak out, right? If I remember correctly from last session. I think they, they just they said would they would call, call after we left. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, then yes. <laughs> There's yes there. Uh, okay. So, yeah, let, let's bounce. We're prob- we were took on a mission to investigate with them, correct? The, the mag, I think it was the magma hideout. I guess this was part of the recap. Jagged uh, Pass. Thing. Yeah, we got to check Jagged Pass. Can I um, check for that on my map? Yeah, you can take a look. Um, I you you have a map, so I'm not going to make you roll for it. You can see that to the north of Mauville and pretty much due west from where you are, there's a little mountain that's labeled Jagged Pass. Or I suppose no, the trail up to the mountain is labeled Jagged Pass, and the mountain which is actually a volcano, is labeled Mount Chimney. At the foot of it to the south is Lava Ridge Town. Apparently, they have been losing their geothermal energy, which has been affecting commerce and tourism. One of the workers here suggested that the Torkoal that Gimli has might have something to do with this. I, I guess we have to start making our way that way because there's literally nothing else pending. Let's go outside and get Sam because Sam's been chilling outside. All right. Yeah. Limping on one leg. Limping on one leg. Okay, guys, where you been, huh? Um, she generally is limping. As you all step outside, yeah. you notice that it is drizzling lightly. Uh, if you turn your attention back to the direction you came over the bridge, you can um, you can see your fellow Oma worker now standing up to her hips in water of the river being refilled, and she's still pickaxing away at the riverbed, saying, I got more, I got more! <laughs> and it seems like she's on a mission to get as many fossils as she possibly can. 
Um, as you walk outside in the rain, you see that Sam is actually taking a little snooze. She's leaning her back up against the wall of the Weather Institute, and Frostbite is actually out and about, making an appearance, and he's standing guard. Oh. He notices you walk walk up and say, bah, bah. Should we try um, to wake Sam up? Yeah, I should probably wake her up. Yeah. I yell very loudly. Of course. What do you <laughs> yell? It's like, hey! <laughs> the police are coming, we gotta go! Sam bolts awake and she's like in the state of sleepy delirium where she's like, yeah, of course. Right. We got to go. OK, come on, guys. And she stands up, but she's moving very slowly and she's still half asleep. Um, Frostbite doesn't seem so startled. And he's just kind of looking at you like, excuse me. <laughs> now that you're out here, where are you going? So you came from Fortry, which is to the north. There's pretty much only one way to go. That is south. But this is this route very similar to Route 120, which took you to Fortree, is a very long jungle route. They're about the same length, but Route 120 is a lot more straightforward. It has like a pretty clear path. This route is very wooded, very grassy, very zigzaggy. So as it stands, you can take a stroll into very tall grasses that go up to about the height of Elodie, or you could walk down a rocky path that follows the river. I'm just afraid someone's going to get lost in the grass, like me or... Yeah. Because <laughs> we're sure. It's almost always yeah. safer to follow the river, so... Probably, yeah. Okay, we can go that way. Don't we have, like, an injured person with us on, like, a rocky terrain? Oh, yeah, that's true. We can be carried. <laughs> but then that's putting two people at risk. Okay, you're going to carry them? But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cindy's got it. <laughs> do you want to roll for that <laughs> you actually please, want to roll for that please make we'll give it a try catch. okay yeah roll uh, roll strength uh, I got a 10 yeah you um you walk over to Sam and you say here we go and you grab her by her waist and you hoist her up and she's she's bigger than you um, and she's she's pretty heavy and Unfortunately, she we says. Collapse. <laughs> she says, "Cindy, I don't think this is going to work." Thank you, though. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Sam says, "I I could probably take this rocky path if that's what you're all thinking. It might just take me a little bit longer if you wouldn't mind just waiting for me, making sure I don't fall." Sure. I'll stay yeah. near to try to catch, <laughs> just okay. in case. Yeah, since uh, you're a little stronger than I am. Uh, a little bit. Just only a little. a little. It was a good attempt. All right. <laughs> Great. Um, out of curiosity, do you all have Pokemon walking with you as Frostbite is? And if so, which ones? Um, um, I'm choosing not to because a lot of my Pokemon are available to the river, as it were. So, uh, Quacko is out at all times. Yeah, I got Cabbage out, but that's it. Is um, Patricia just like chilling on your head still? I recalled Patricia, right? Uh, I think so. I think I'm going to keep yeah. that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Great. Solely would probably be out. I am going to make all of the people make a dexterity check for walking down the wa- rocky slope. My actual favorite, because <laughs> like dexterity. Not I, I, Nineteen. Okay. Dex monster. Okay. Twenty-two. Nice. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, Eleven and well, that's a natural nineteen, so that's a crit for Quacko. That's not an attack roll, though. Yeah, if if you're not using your leak, then it doesn't make it a crit. It's still a. <laughs> Unless you want, do you want to? I don't. I don't need to because it's like a dirty twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. But 
I think it'd be funny if like Quacko was using the leak as like a walking stick. You're gonna have to describe it then, and how uh, that, and how that makes it a crit too. It doesn't. Okay. It, it does. I just thought it was funny. No, that's great. Yeah, that's good. We'll keep it. You guys are amazed as Quacko is so nimble and dexterous and hopping from little rock to little rock with his leak. Sorry, his sword, aka his walking stick, aka his leak. It looks amazing. Um, you all manage to walk down the rocky wall without stumbling. Um, you find yourself a little bit further down the path, starting to rain a little bit harder, and I will need Gimli to make a perception check. <laughs> that one. You don't notice anything. Yeah. As is noted, it the sun isn't out, so the sun can't be in your eyes, but there heck it's rain in your eyes. Yeah. You, you look so around and then just like big old water I drops just, just, I just pelt can't you in your see. eyes. Yeah. There's so much water. <laughs> Even my hat on. Yeah, we'll just keep going down the path in that case. You can see a little ways down the route, there's a house. It's got a little chimney. Um, it's across a bridge that crosses the water. Next to the bridge, you can see very precarious white beams that stretch across the river, and they don't seem to serve any particular purpose, but they're very interestingly placed. Something to take note. As you continue down the route, you get to a point of jungle. Does anyone have a bicycle? Does anyone have a bicycle? I pull my bicycle out of my apron. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yep. Ta-da! I was going to do some sick 360 tricks on these white beams. Maybe some other day. Um, you see, as on the path you didn't take, the tall grasses seem to merge into thick jungle. Peering into the thick jungle, you see a very interesting group of people. You see three people. They're dressed in classic expedition uniforms, and they have a little frog pokemon with them and they're all looking very intensely into the jungle and one of them is scribbling notes should we try and talk to them anybody do we need to no but they they could be nice i think so in case of like navigation you know maybe they could help us out with that okay sounds good i'm gonna call over to them hi one of them turns around and goes, shh, no, stop. You don't know what you're doing. Come here. Come here. Look at this. I'm going to cautiously approach. Roll a stealth. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, seven. Yeah, as you walk, try to stealthily walk over, you fumble a little bit, and one of these three people goes, whoa, okay, okay, you're not getting any closer. And they say, do you have any idea what's going on right now? As in the weather? They hand you some binoculars and they point in a direction and they say, look, look at this. Do you hold the binoculars to your face? Yeah, I'll do that. You can't tell is anything out of the ordinary. Um, They're peering through a break in the trees and there's a little creek and a little waterfall. And there's a rock at the bottom of the waterfall and there's a little four-legged amphibian of some sort. It's standing there. It's got external gills that are orange and it's pink in color. And they say... Do you understand what we're looking at right now? It's a Pokemon, right? It's not just any Pokemon. That, my stranger, is a shiny Mudkip. And what? they're pointing at it. And they seem very, very excited. Uh, sorry, not not very uh, not very proper of me. I'm Chris. This is Raven. And this is Josh. And we came from very far away to find a shiny Pokemon. He looks down to the ground where his pokemon friend is and they say and this this guy's donut 
What you see before you is a little frog-looking Pokemon. It has a bulb on its back, and uh, it's slightly yellow in color. He's got his vines stretched out, and there are donuts dangling from them. He looks up at you all, and he goes, Balba! And he stretches his vines towards you. Do you take a donut? Sure, yeah, I'll take a donut. Cool. He offers them to everyone. Perks would be awful for walking. I'll take a donut. Okay. Everyone except for Schmidt gleefully takes a donut. What flavor did you pick? What were the options? Pretty straight and narrow, so probably glazed. Glazed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were lots of options. He has all sorts of donuts on his vines. The Boston cream? Yep, there was... (laughs) There was raining? cream on his vines. Yeah, it's it's raining. They're a little moist. So are they like... (laughs) Okay. Soggy donuts? They're not soggy. It's just lightly, lightly raining, you know? It's not too bad. I want soggy Bulbasaur donuts. Yeah. Yeah, yummy. Donut is so, so very delighted that you took some of his donuts. Um, Raven says, well, we didn't actually come here for, for this shiny. We heard a rumor of something very strange, something very unusual. We have a liaison in Fortree who told us about a mysterious silver fox Pokemon that's never been seen before. Josh pipes up and he says, we don't have any examples of silver fox Pokemon in our records, so we thought this might be a brand new discovery, like a an ultra shiny. Chris says, you know ultra shinies don't exist. We're trying to get to the bottom of this. I think it's a Ninetales. Raven's like, no, Ninetales isn't that color. I think it's a Thievle. And Josh says, I think it's an ultra shiny. And they start bickering over it a little bit. They're going to roll a stealth for their discussion. Oh, and they crit failed. Yeah, they're just shouting. <laughs> and Elodie can see through the binoculars that Mudkip has run away. Guys, the Mudkip has run away. They notice this and they say, oh, no, 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 no. This isn't what we wanted. Come back, please come back. And it just seems to no avail. Um, very sad. Especially- Wait, can I? Yeah. Can I, like, try and use Tweet Scent with Cabbage to, like... Lure it back. Absolutely. Uh, what do you think Mudkip likes? Fish? Fish smell? Is that a sweet scent? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Sweet Mudkip. <laughs> oh, I think sweet scent kind of just works either way, right? Like, you smell need to cater to the Mudkip. Fish in the morning. Yeah, you can just make whatever you want. Yeah, it's going to be fish smell, but like a good fish smell. <laughs> you can, a good I'm sorry, fish smell. everybody. <laughs> yeah, roll it. See if they... Okay. okay. Uh, oh my goodness, that was a nat twenty. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Cabbage, despite being a, a baker's Pokemon who's familiar with sweets, has this innate knowledge of rank fish smells for some reason. But it's not a rank fish smell. It's the smell. It's the nice smell of fish in the morning, as Schmidt described. Um, you can see from under the waterfall a little pinkish purple head poke out and give a sniff to the air. It seems like it hasn't fully left yet. The the three adventurers, Chris, Josh, and Raven, they turn their attention back and they say, oh, oh, it's back, it's back, it's back. And Chris says, this is incredible. Should we try to catch it? Yeah, did, did one of you want to catch it? Nobody wants to. I'll catch it if nobody else wants to. You'll have to roll another stealth to get closer. Um, okay. All right. As you volunteer... Chris says, wow, you're actually going to try? None of us are very good at catching Pokemon. We just we just look at them. <laughs> that's that's valid. That's understandable. Um, do my stealth roll. I got a 17. Okay. Yeah, you sneak up pretty close. 
This thing is being like very cautious. It is enamored with cabbage's sweet scent, but it doesn't really want to leave the waterfall. Um, you're going to have one chance to either throw a ball or do a thing. But this thing is not going to battle you. So you have to be very creative. Yeah. Yeah. So it's under a waterfall? Yeah, it's poking its head out from like a little creek waterfall. Hmm. You have some donut if you didn't eat I it do. yet. I do have, I probably have a little bit of donut left. Sandry offering the, the food capture advice. It works every time. If you're yeah, a game gonna... one, you do have a bird with sing. But I mean, would I be able to, like, do I have time to, like, take it out of its ball and try and sing? If you're lucky. I'm lucky. Risque. I think, I think I'm going to go for the donut strat. Okay. Very, very carefully try to offer it a, a donut. Okay. Uh, yes, a little bit of donut. How, for cookie. how do you do so? I'm going to crouch down and make myself as small as possible. Mm-hmm. Does it, like, it does, I mean, I guess since I've been stealthy, it doesn't know that I'm there. Actually, I'm going to give the bit of donut to Cabbage and tell Cabbage to bring it over, because I feel like it would be more willing to talk to Cabbage. Ooh. Good thinking. I feel like... No, that's pretty good. Have Cabbage roll... We'll just give it a charisma check, because this isn't performance, but it's just, like, being charismatic. So, yeah, let's see that. Uh, 17. That's sufficient to approach the mudkip. Uh, Cabbage floats over, still, still kind of drizzling. Shiny Mudkip looks up and goes, meh, and Cabbage offers it a little bit of donut while still smelling like fish. So basically, Mudkip has scored like a fish-flavored donut. What more could you want? Let's it's perfect. Go. It's even a little moist from the rain. It's like everything a Mudkip would want in the world. What's your next course of action? I am going to try and catch it. Okay. With, um, I'll just use a Premier Ball, I think. I will disclose the DC to you. Because this is a one and only chance. Your DC to break is 15. Do I get any bonuses? That's with your bonuses. It's with my bonuses. Yes. Great. Okay. Gotta make it a good roll. 15. Right on it? Are you kidding? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Oh my goodness. Amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Elodie throws out her premiere ball. It's... Floats up above Mudkip, who's happily munching on a fishy, soggy donut. Just as nature intended. And with three shakes, it deans closed, and you have a shiny Mudkip. That's crazy. I'm so happy. It's like pink, which is like my color. I did not expect that to actually happen. That's kind of crazy. I I didn't either. I was just like, I kind of want a shiny. (laughs) The group who you approached and as you turn around you can see that they're all wearing t-shirts that say shiny gang they just pop off they're like no way no way let me see it let me see it oh that's so incredible and donut is going that blah, blah, and the, just like throwing donuts everywhere yeah it's the cutest little guy i think i'm gonna name it oh, i guess it's more of a purple than a pink actually because i was gonna say strawberry but maybe grape as you're holding this premiere ball with your freshly caught friend all of your Pokeballs begin to shake. What do you do? Um, well, I saw this happen with Cindy, right? That mm-hmm. she had to send a Pokemon to the PC. Um, will I have to go all the way back to the Weather Institute? I guess that would probably be to get to get to a PC. 
How do I send Pokemon? I think that's the closest one. No, like, it, if you pick one, it gets sent. Oh, just, like, automatically? Like, I don't have yeah. to go to a PC? Yeah, yeah. it just gets... Oh, like, okay. Remember, like, when Ash's Krabby got sent, and he was like, what happened? Okay. It just gets teleported, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I think I'm going to have to send Blueberry. All right. You touch Blueberry's Pokeball, and your little Swablu friend gets yeeted into cyberspace. And now you have a Mudkip. Very cool. Yay! Um, the shiny gang says, I'm so glad we saw that. Made the trip out here worth it, even though we're stuck here. That's amazing. Chris says, that is really, really cool. If you hear anything about the silver fox, let us know. Raven says, there were reports that the silver fox was coming into Fortree and it was just decimating the local Zigzagoon wildlife. Um, so that piqued our interest in the news headlines and we came out here to try and find it. And we think it's on this route. If you see anything, let us know. We'll be here. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll let you know. Great. Thank you for uh, pointing out the, the shiny mud kit. They said, thank you for catching it. We were just amazed. It's now about 8 p.m. Um, it's starting to rain a little bit harder. And you're at the bridge that crosses the river. There's a couple people just, like, kind of hanging out on the bridge, and there's a house. Can I get Schmidt to roll a perception? That is a crit. The house that is ahead of you across the bridge, mm -hmm. uh, it's noisy. Something's going on, and it just sounds like it's squawking. It sounds like there's so much squawking coming from that house. It's not particularly chaotic. The lights are on. Like, it doesn't look like it's a dangerous situation, but it's just loud. It's a loud house. Is it like a... Like a, like a witch's kind of squawking? Um, is it another witch's house? It is suspicious in a comedic sense. It's not suspicious in, like, a creepy sense. Okay. Guys, I looked at this house, and I think it's the say so full of witches. But there is some birdie shenanigans going on. I think we should check it out. Sounds good to me. We've already That's met good. one witch, and we survived. Okay. Let's do it. Also, while we're on the subject, I just want to say I called it. The witch was sus. I called it. I just... I, that's, I haven't got to rub that in your faces yet. I called it. Okay, just wanted to get that off my chest. Thank you for he was, listening. He was still good. You head on down. And that's why you stole from her, right? You head on down okay. to the house. You're up at the Moving door, on. and um, you walk up to the door, and it's very noisy. What Schmidt heard is absolutely true. There is just squawking. There's squawking. Are you going to do anything about it? Um, I knock on the door. You knock on the door, and you hear a voice say, Oh, coming! You wait a couple seconds, and someone runs up. They say, Oh my goodness, you're out here in the rain? What are you doing? Get in here, hurry! And the sound of squawking is very loud. I guess we should go in. Okay. Um, yeah. You all enter, and it's a pretty nice dwelling. Um, it's well lit, it's well furnished, and there's two people. They're standing there, and they have, like, at least 12 wingles in the house. And they're just, quack, 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 just non-stop. And they're just kind of, like, shouting over it. They say, welcome in, welcome in. Uh, can I get you something to drink? Do you have any tea? Um, <laughs> do they? Let me see. Yeah, so do you have tea. any lime-flavored LaCroix? <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah. It all tastes the same anyway. <laughs> There's two people, a man and a woman in there, and the woman says, yeah, we, we've got some LaCroix, 
And the man says, yeah, I got some tea right here. And he pulls out a little box of tea. And uh, the woman goes to the fridge and gets out a LaCroix. And she says, please have a seat. You must be drenched. And she runs out into a different room and she brings, brings out some towels. The man <sighs> comes over with your drinks and he says, uh, welcome to our house. I know it's a little noisy. My name is Key. I'm so glad that you're all here. Uh, I don't know what travelers like you are doing in the rain at like 9 p.m. But if you need to take a break here, you're more than welcome to. It's a little crazy out there right now. The woman comes back out and she says, yes, yes, yes. We we need to get you out of the rain. You're going to catch a cold. There's been a lot of people showing a lot of interest on this route now that the rain has come back. There's all these rumors about like Pokemon being strange. And there's the classic Silver Fox rumor. We were just talking to the what was their name? The the, the shiny band, the, the sparkly boys. Shiny gang. Shiny gang. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They, they sat by here earlier because they, they heard the commotion. They wanted to see what all our birds are about. And um, several of the birds after. This woman references them. They just squawk at her. Yeah, that's what actually Jero said, man. Very curious. She says, oh, yes, yes, yes. People people love our birds. As I don't think anyone can love them more than we do. And she gives a smile to Key. And Key says, oh, yes. Especially especially Denzel. He's my favorite. And upon hearing his name, Denzel goes, Squack! and flies over to Key and perches on his shoulder and starts squawking joyously. It's crazy. Like, you're all sitting <laughs> at the table and birds are just flying around. There's like a dozen of them. They're unstoppable startling yeah i'm a fan of this bird action going on <laughs> i'd sell that to them i'm like i'm a fan of you you and your birds they say yes yes oh what was that uh, it's like a like a pokemon camp where you, you know they're like i like tell quacko to go join in and like just start flying around with them. oh yeah yeah great um have quacko roll like a charisma check a charisma check yeah are they gonna bully quacko uh 14 14 that's great um you 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 set quacko out to to fly around with the wingle and they treat him as one of their own they're all flying around and quacko even starts squawking kind of like the way that a wingle squawks the the woman comes over and she says well welcome my name is mel um and she says well we started with just two and then we just couldn't stop more just kept coming and then they started having babies and we had to raise the eggs we can't say no to that and now we just have so many wingle it's such a blessing uh it's nice to meet you um i'm elodie and this is gimli and schmidt and cindy pleasure to meet you they say it's so good to meet all of you whatever you're doing wherever you're going i'm glad you stopped here it's getting late and you're about halfway through route 119 do you what, what's your plan probably sleep if if they will allow us to sleep here or yeah um, find a place mel says yeah this is kind of the only place for a couple miles so if you'd like to stay here you're more than welcome to we got extra beds however i do have to give a fair warning when travelers stay with us sometimes they aren't able to sleep very well because because of our friends here and Again, you. This conversation is happening over the constant, incessant squawking of seabirds. I've had to sleep in the mines a couple times, so I don't think this will be too bad. They also say we're also because of our prime location, and because we have so many travelers coming through, we may be able to part with a couple tents if you'd prefer to stay away from the noise. The the birds sound like a beautiful melody to me, and I think I'll be fine. <laughs> okay, um, I'll I'll stay inside. I think I'll be fine. 
And do you mumble something to the effect of, well, it's already past my bedtime, so uh, <laughs> I need to sleep. Sam says, I just took a little nap, so I'm probably going to be wired for a while, but if everyone's going to stay here, I'll stay with them. Mel and Key say, excellent. We love having guests. Please m- make yourselves as comfortable as you can. And you settle into this little lodge that's in the middle of Route 119. Traditionally, this is like our first little overnight thing as a gang. If you were camping, if you were outside, it would be wise to sleep in shifts. I don't want to say that you shouldn't necessarily, but you can kind of assume that this is a safer place unless you're sus of these people. Um, so I would just have you all discuss if you think you need to do something like that. As I have somebody with all. I trust them. I'm not sus of these people. Okay. I was about to ask Michael Schmidt, you were right about the witch. Are you sus of these people? Bird fans gotcha. cannot be sus. It's just like mathematically impossible. Bird gang. Bird okay. gang. That's right. Sam isn't delighted, but again, she just took a nap and she said, I have a lot of projects to work on, so I can stay up for a while. No problem. Um, are there any activities that you'd like to do with your partner Pokemon before you turn in for the night? I do want to bring out all my mods so we can really get acquainted, especially with our new friend Lebowski. Yeah. And in classic D&D, this is what they call free time. And you might want to do some like pre bedtime pep talk or like training or anything that you want to be doing with your partners. Now is a great time to do it. So Gimli, what are you doing with your mons? Well, me and me and Trevor usually do a catch and release exercise where I just pick them up and throw them in the air like a little baby. So <laughs> I want to see if my other mons are down for that as well. Okay, so you're gonna just like play catch with yourself with all of your Pokemon? Yeah. Okay, I'll have you roll a dex check for each of them. Okay. Um, while you're rolling those, does anyone else have a course of action they want to do? Um, I will send out all of my birds and have them be birds with the birds. It's just a bird extravaganza. Yeah, um, I, so I'll, just, I'll just try. I, I rolled all three, so I'll just put each of them. Yeah, they were pretty good. So. Um, just give me like what? one charisma check. One more charisma check, Schmidt. It's a six. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Too um, many birds. Yeah, a couple of your birds are getting like a little too enthusiastic and the Wingles are like, mm, that's not exactly how we roll. We do like a steady burn. You got to keep the energy steady. You can't just like go crazy whenever good, you want. Good um, vibes. And you just hear a bunch of squawks and you're, you can see that Oracorio is looking a little embarrassed. Um, but besides that, they're having a blast. Um, Gimli is basically juggling his Pokemon. It's uh, it's pretty. It's kind of a marvel. It's it's kind of incredible. Especially um, Torkoal. It's like in the mix. Yeah, Rock and Roll and Geodude are like perfect for juggling, but like Torkoal is like not that easy not. to juggle. Yeah. What's up, Cindy? Uh, I was saying Cindy would probably have everybody come out and just like make a snuggle pile because I mean Soli and Jack are pretty snuggly. That's great. <laughs> Try and snuggle with the Kumi as well. No, no, that's excellent. Snuggle in. Yeah, you all identify your bed and you say, no need to train. We're just going to get nice and cozy. And you make a little cuddle pile with your two fiery quadrupeds and your one gooey dragon snail. And it is so cozy and so great. And is Elodie going to do any sort of pep talk training, etc.? Um, I was gonna let them have some tea. Like we all just, you know, share some tea and uh-huh. just um I know that uh Cabbage is meeting two new Pokemon, so I'm gonna reassure her that she's I still love her, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, just try and get like the the three of them to get to know each other and just kinda chit chit chatting, except none of us speak the same language. Yeah, it's really funny. 
um, you're just talking very confidently to your team and cabbage is making boop, boop, boop sounds and your new mudkip friend is just going kip kip just like repeatedly over and over again who was your last one you sent swablu home so you have poplio and poplio is just clapping just like in rhythm with all the squawks in the room and you're just all you're sitting there sipping your tea like mm, yes uh-huh great of course yes and <laughs> in just like this complete cacophony um i will require all of the people to make a pretty generous constitution check so that they can actually get some sleep. Um, I can offer Schmidt advantage because he's a bird guy. So I rolled a three. And okay. Cindy has a minus two constitution. So I got a, a dirty, dirty one. one. Okay. Cool. What about everyone um, else? I rolled an 18 and I have a plus two constitution. So that's a dirty 20. Okay. I got a 10. So halfway yeah. between. <laughs> yeah. I got 14. Okay. As I said, the check was... Um, was pretty was pretty generous. Cindy is having a real hard time getting to sleep. These birds just won't stop. Mel and Key just like when it's time for bed, they just turn in. It's like, you know, they, they live with this all the time. Um, Cindy, all your friends are sleeping pretty soundly, but you just can't seem to do it. Maybe you're too hot from your fire types. Maybe it's just too noisy. Maybe something's on your mind. Roll of perception. 16. You feel compelled to check the door. There's... Oh, okay. Okay. Check the door. Yes. Did you get out of bed and do this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, friends, but this is pull aside time and we'll be back. Oh. Cindy. Okay. You open the door and you can see out into the darkness. It's like 1 a.m. And you hear the sound of a familiar voice say please please help how familiar uh you can roll a history nine it's a voice of someone you heard in the last day okay it doesn't really give you the heebie-jeebies but you are confused okay. so i'll go i guess bring um solely with me so solely can see dark vision and help me see with some fire magic okay roll a perception for solely Wisdom. Oh, okay. 14. Soli sees something and she looks at you like she's worried. But not like scared, but worried. Okay, so I approach the, the voice. Okay. As you approach the voice, in the light of the moon, you can see a figure that is kind of slumped on the ground in a, in a sitting position. They are a silver color and they glimmer in the moonlight. They are in the shape of like a bipedal fox. They have a huge tuft of fur on their head, almost like a mane. And at the tip, at the tip of it, it is red. One of their arms is dangling limp, and the other one is holding something close to its body. It says, Cindy, come here. Do you come closer? Yeah. Okay. You recognize this voice to be the voice of the witch. This oh. this fox with the voice of the witch, you can see in their eyes. It is the same eyes as the witch from Fortree. She says, please listen to me. I, I don't have much time left. You you and your friends, there's there's a great potential within you. Take this. And she holds out her arm and there's like a, a square rock in her arm. Do you take it? Yeah. She says, guard this with your life. 
they'll they'll be looking for it. They're they're already looking for it. They oh, no. they okay. wounded me in my effort to protect it. If if they find it, there's no telling what sort of terror they'll wreak on this world. You must listen to me okay. and listen carefully. Seek out the aspects. Relieve them of their duty. Learn their power for when the time of reckoning arrives. Pokemon, people, the, the whole world will need you, lest we face a reset. And and take this with you. And she reaches into her mane and pulls out a little golden pendant. Do you take it? I will take the pendant. Roll an investigation. Oh no, I got a four. It is two okay, concentric circles and... The top, the, the outermost circle is broken on the top and the bottom. There are four emeralds inlaid in the corners that spike out. Zoe says, keep it close for luck and for protection. Don't let them win. Don't let... And then she goes quiet and her eyes close. Oh no. What do you do? Uh, well, is the pendant on like a, a chain? It's on like a chain, a yeah. Necklace. So I'll put that on and kind of like tuck it into my shirt and put the rock in my backpack that I assume I'm still wearing. You assuming it fits. Yeah, it does. It slides in. It's like the size of a book. Okay. That's cool. Uh, I guess I would probably go back inside because it's still raining. Or can I bring her? Can I take her with me? Or is she like, okay? Uh you she wanna, seems not okay. You can roll a medicine and see how okay she is. Uh, medicine wisdom, 12. You are pretty confident that she is not alive. Okay. Can I go tell my friends to come see her or something? You can if you want. Is that what you want to do? Up. I, I think so. I might not tell them everything, but I'll be like, uh, so I found Zoe. Okay, yeah, let's go back into the main room, then. Okay. Okay, so I come in and wake everybody up. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, except for the people who are hosting us. I try not to wake them up. Okay. Um, as much, I don't want to bother them. You're going to have to stealth that. It's just dex. Okay. Just dex. It's an easy check, but you still have to do it. I got a 19. Yeah, that's plenty. <laughs> when, I need, when I need it. Yes, I yes. <laughs> Uh, so I found Zoe. I also found the silver fox problem. Uh, was it Kabu? It's Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it Kabu? <laughs> Zoe was the witch, right? Yes. I need to put that in parentheses on my list. Yeah, it's just the sus list. Yeah. <laughs> it says. Uh, and she's outside, and I think she's dead. Oh! Uh, oh my god! Um... <laughs> Uh, so if you guys would kindly follow me. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. You all I lead them out. Yeah, you all quietly march outside, and it's very dark, but in the moonlight you can see the form of a bipedal fox. It is silver in color. It has a big tuft of hair on its head that's red at the tip, and it's lying on the ground. Why do you think this is Zoe? Uh, she told me it was her and called me by name because she remembered who I was and uh yeah what else did this talking fox say uh, she gave me some like rock and said that they're looking for it and yeah uh, 
Do you have the rock? Yeah, it's in my backpack. Okay. <laughs> the bad guys can't find it. It's a lot of info to take it, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> How do you think I feel? It's a lot. Should we? Yeah, take what her we inside. What, what I, I feel like we should. Uh, I vote towards taking her inside. That was what I was thinking, but I don't think I'm strong enough. So, uh, help. I mean, I, I could probably pick her up, but <laughs> it's, it's kind of a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Okay, I guess. But but like. But like, do, but I'm, do you? Sorry, still trying to process this. So, so we get to you at night, appearing as a fox. Yeah. And Did she explain that whole thing? Yep. Nope. <laughs> oh. Nope. Right. Okay. Um. um how did she okay. die? She said they right. injured her trying to get the rock. Um, okay, I'm gonna approach her. Mm -hmm. Um, can I, like, check if she's still alive? Yeah, you can roll a medicine. I do. Uh, 19. She's dead. Oh. <laughs> Not only is she dead, but she is very badly wounded. Um, she has a big old gnash in her head, and one of her arms is just completely limp. Oh, God. Can I, like, check, like, how, like, this happened? Uh, I guess like what kind of like weapon or let's do investigation because insight is more like okay. a feeling but like you're sure, looking sure, sure. at the wounds and you're trying to suss it out so let's invest better at investigation alright is this the investigation role. since I'm proficient in that yeah you absolutely may um, so is that an advantage yeah so you have advantage and you can use the proficiency bonus that Schmidt has so plus okay, two. I'm also proficient so oh. <laughs> this is going to be a really good oh, roll it doesn't matter okay <laughs> I got a five twice. Um, okay. So my intelligence is plus two, so seven. Plus Schmidt's plus two is eleven. Okay. You can see from her broken arm that it was a blunt force trauma. Um, but her head wound, you just have no idea what caused that. Okay. Right. Guys, uh, she's dead. Um, yeah, for I'm sure. pretty sure I told you that, but okay. Yeah, I, I just I just wanted to double check. Um, well, I mean, you're on the list, so we have to double check. <laughs> okay. I disagree with bringing the body inside. I don't want to bother these nice people. This is true, but she said that the evil people were after her, and if the evil people show up here and see her dead body outside of these nice people's house, then I feel like that's going to be a little bit more suspicious. We prepare a proper burial. I believe we have a digging man in our midst. Oh, I dig! <laughs> <laughs> Can you do a six by six? Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Time to dig a hole. D&D's fucking crazy, guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> of all the things that happened, I did not expect this at all. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, give me, give me a dig check. Where are you gonna... Where are you gonna dig this hole? I don't know. So where are we gonna scout up the ground? Um, um, you can roll a perception. It is dark, yeah. so it might be kind of hard. But I'll describe what's around you if you get a good roll. Yeah, let's see. Eighteen. 
18. Yeah, so this house is tucked like into the riverbank, and on the east side of it is just like thick jungle. Actually, hold on, I got a proficiency, so I guess it's a dirty 20. Yeah. You're currently standing in like kind of a path in front of you is to the south and there's just a bunch of tall grasses and like some some scattered trees. But to your uh -huh. left, a.k.a. the east, is thick canopy, thick jungle. Mm. Not like you can't oh, go yeah. in there, but it's just it's very right. heavily wooded. It's heavily wooded. Um, I think it'd be harder to find the body in the thick jungle. <laughs> uh... I mean, I, I probably should go into the canopy jungle with that. We can get a proper burial going, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll say that would words. be less grainy. We'll, yeah. we'll bury her with her tea. Oh, we have the tea. Right. I'll pour it over yeah. her grave. It's fine. Can the, the tea bring the her homies. back to life? Yo, let's try <laughs> it. Anything can happen. Nope, 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 nope. I, I don't agree with Down this one. I don't with to ditching the tea in the hole. That's fine. Let's, let's, let's go, go dig a hole in the wooded area. Okay, fine, fine, fine. We'll, we'll bury her or whatever. Okay, so how are you going to set up this grave? What are you doing? Well, I'm digging a six by six. Okay. As, as you do. Yeah. Um, so, give me just g yeah, give me an athletics for the quality yeah. of the hole. In one. Yeah, you do it. It's a yeah. it's a six foot grave. All right, let's let's put the corpse in. Who is carrying the corpse? I I will carry it. Roll a investigation, a history, okay. or a religion. Your choice. Eleven. Oh, Eleven. <laughs> Yeah, no bonuses, so. Yeah. Um, you get the hunch that this is the, what, the the shiny gang was looking for. And based on her injuries, I guess other people were looking for to her, too. Um, yeah. It is, in fact, a Pokemon that looks like a fox. <laughs> mm -hmm. Was it bipedal or quadruped? It's bipedal. Uh, only oh, Cindy okay. would have known that, but yes. Okay. We didn't see her standing up. Right, she said, true. she said, she described it as bipedal, I'm pretty sure, at the beginning. Yeah, okay. I think so. Pick her up and lower her in, though. All right, describe your ceremony, everyone. Please, I'm just like the undertaker over here, just like slowly <laughs> sending her in, but uh, people want to start saying some words. We didn't know you long. And I think that's kind of better, because we wouldn't have been in trouble. All right, let's dump the body and go. You made delicious tea. And you were oh, really nice. Oh, by the way, nice. throw the tea in the grave. Let's have to hold on. We gotta put her in the crowd first. And you, yeah, I really don't have anything else. Yep. Cindy. I will protect the rock what with my life. What was her partner's name? Casey. It, it was Casey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Casey. <laughs> I'm sure Casey's looking forward to seeing you very soon. <laughs> Gently lowers into the grave. Close the grave up take my tea out, pour it over the grave for the homie, and then I think we're done. Are we the bad guys? I don't think so. This was a good God. thing to do. We had a 24 hours. We've like been chased by the police. We stole tea. We tied a guy up. Yeah, he now was the we're bad getting guy. rid of a body. Yeah, we were the stopping people that were hurting other people. Right? We, we, we did that right? Zoe weren't necessarily, yeah, hurting anyone. They were just kind of in a house. 
they they were hurting the workers at the yeah, they were they were visibly oh at the, the okay I'm I'm back in Fortree never mind oh what happened in Fortree well, they broke into house break in yeah okay uh, that guy broke in too <laughs> really hung up on this tea thing we poured it out for the homie I don't even have the tea anymore. There's a lot going on right now. Go back <laughs> inside. Let's just, let's just go back inside and let's talk about this stone when we get inside. Yeah. All right. Please. Oh, now we have a stone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> just the stone. It. It's fine. It's fine. Stone is going on the sus list. Okay. Gee, she said some words about the stone. Okay. Let's uh, just talk about it. In let's. Okay. Y'all go back inside. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um. <laughs> is that there? Yeah. I don't know. Did you did you intend to wake up Sam? Because we didn't go over that. Oh yeah, I forgot. I keep forgetting about Sam. Sam was still up. Well, yeah, Sam. I mean, Sam was wired, but Sam um, was wired. But at midnight, she ended up falling asleep. Okay. I guess we'll wake her up when we get back. Okay. My roll for stealth was too good. I didn't wake Sam up. Yes, yes, that's what we'll go with. So you do. You go to Sam's bed and you shake her awake. Sam, Sam, we need your help. What? Oh. Okay, and she rolls out of bed. So uh, remember Zoe. Where are you guys talking? I don't know. Okay, probably somewhere away from where the other people are sleeping. Okay. Um, she says, "Yeah, yeah, she's the witch who was not a witch. Yeah, I remember her." Yeah, well, she's she's dead. Excuse me. We buried her. You did what? <laughs> What is going on? And she raises her voice a little bit. She gave me this rock. I pull the rock out. And she said some words, and all I remember is seek out the aspects. She, she says... The what? <laughs> there was a whole thing. They got the who? Sam says, clearly there's something we need to talk about. energy is after this rock this is what they broke into our house for this piques this sam's rock. attention a little bit do you wish to like <sighs> investigate the rock or let her investigate it or all of us investigate it like sure i just kind of took it and shoved it in my bag and i'm like now we're finally going over it yeah the five of us gathered in a dimly lit hostel style bedroom Watch as Cindy pulls out like a book-sized slab of earth from her bag. Um, it's dimly lit, but there's some patterns on it. In two corners of it, there are beautiful, brilliant diamonds. I roll like history to see if I like recognize this pattern as like any sort of like regional map or. Absolutely, you guys can make whatever checks you want. I am proficient, but I rolled a three, so that's a five. That's a five. Yeah, you're not. Schmidt's a little freaked out right now. Yeah, Schmidt is not entirely sure what's going on with this. All right, Cindy's gonna roll investigation. Okay. I got an eighteen plus two plus one, so a dirty twenty-one. Great. This has a very strange energy coming from it. Um, the diamonds that are in the corners are ridiculously vibrant it's very dark in your room but it, like they're so prismatic they're almost shedding light uh, you can feel that the top left corner 
is a little coarse. Maybe the part of it's been broken. Um, mm-hmm. It's incredibly smooth. It's like the smoothest rock you've ever felt. It has a nice heft to it, but it, again, it's not impossibly hard to carry. It's about the size of a large book. And yeah, I think that's what you gain from the investigation. Okay. So run rock. this by me again. Tell me everything about this rock. Are you asking you me or Cindy? Me? I'm asking Cindy. Okay. <laughs> she handed number it to me three saying, on the sus list. She handed it to me, saying that this is what they were after and that we needed to protect it. And then she died. Uh, do we still have that that NRG cube? When did energy come into play in that conversation? Uh, she said that they were after her because. She has this rock, like this is what they were looking for, and that they can't get it because it would like end the world or some something to that effect. Oh, okay. And now we have it. Okay, okay so yeah. something small. Yeah, this startles Sam, yeah, no big and deal. and Sam looks at this and she's like, "What is this? What does it do?" Ah, uh, no idea. The energy can't can't get it. That's that's all I know. I say we bury it. No, they'll find they, they it. They could get it. Yeah, they could get it then. I'll keep it in my bag. Soli's like really good at fighting now. It's fine. Do you put it away now? Do you do any more evaluations on it? If no one else wants to look at it, I'll put it back in my backpack. I was just going to say if we have the energy cube, maybe we could put them together, see if they have any sort of reaction. Right, playing with the, the enemy's toys. That's a good idea. You're welcome to try. Peter, you're right. Uh... I'm sure that won't send some kind of signal out to the world. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think I'm going to do it anyways. Okay. <laughs> you grasp the energy cube and you place it next to this stone tablet. Nothing happens. Oof. See, nothing happened. Everything's fine, Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> they show up because they know we have it. So do we all go back to sleep? I don't, I don't think I can. I, can. I don't think we can, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sam shares the same sentiment. Corpse. <laughs> Cindy is very tired because she got no sleep. Cindy, if you want to sleep, uh, you it. can. I tuck the rock into my backpack and sleep on top of my backpack. Okay. Give me a pretty easy constitution check. Fall asleep. Because you're exhausted, but your brain is also, like, racing. Yeah. <laughs> Nat one. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, not here. Cindy, you can't sleep. I just sleep. swear and cry. Um, you cry. I just cry. <laughs> you also incur a point of exhaustion. Certain things are going to oh, be a lot no. harder for you to do today. Uh, your past two okay. days have been awful. Can I just say that real quick? Like, Cindy particularly has been getting... So unlucky. Yeah. yeah. Her grandparents are still missing. <laughs> yes, that's the big takeaway. Sam says, I guess it's the whole reason y'all are heading down here, right? We have a lot of things, but yeah, that's one of them. Sam says, well, if we're not going to sleep, I'm not opposed to marching out and just getting on our way. But if you'd rather wait till morning, I totally understand. We should probably we... leave like a note or something, right? I was about to say, let's leave a note. Just okay. to say, like, thank you for your hospitality. We totally didn't bury a dead body in your yard. Let's not write that part. 
I'll do it. You, your you, winkle are great. You find some some stationery and a pen, and you're at the kitchen table. What are you writing exactly? <laughs> Please Thank don't let Sydney write this. <laughs> Sydney is delirious, hasn't slept. Schmidt will write it. Schmidt will be hello, uh, fellow bird lovers. Uh, something came up. We had to leave in the middle of the night. Thank you for your generous hospitality. Um, bird gang for life. Excellent. Perfect. You write the note and you put it on the table. It's about 1 a.m. All right. I think we hit the road. Let's get a move on. Okay. Is it still raining? Uh, it's drizzling. It's not raining very hard. It's kind of a mist almost. Okay. Really dark. It's quite dark. Well, it's a it's a almost a full moon. It's what okay. a, a waxing gibbous or something. I'm not sure, sure. <laughs> what that okay. is. Um, it's almost I, full. I send out Patricia and use her as a hat. Perfect. Um, <laughs> she's enjoying the little little spray, and she's a very warm hat. Let's have Gimli make a d20 roll. Oh my god, five. Five? As you're walking, you slightly trip on a root. Oh. Make a dexterity check. Nat 20. Nat 20. It's nothing. You do a pirouette <laughs> and a little jump, and you land on your feet. And it's oh. so cool. <laughs> So like he's like a ballerina or something. He's like so coordinated. I don't know where it comes from. I'm not normally like this. You um, turn around and you see that the root you tripped over is attached to a little yellow bulb that is sticking its head out of the ground, and it's having a snooze. Oh, you wake it up? Yes. <laughs> do uh, do we? Let's see. Good. Um, nope. This thing's snoozing. This cool. Didn't even notice. It's firmly Leave rooted, Susan. Yeah. yeah. Cindy's upset that this is getting more sleep than she did. <laughs> Jealousy. Jealousy's a bonus action. <laughs> yeah, yes, it sure is. <laughs> Does anyone know what this, what this is? <laughs> that we just tripped over? Well, I tripped over. No? Okay. Nope. No one seems to care. Uh, They're all a little disturbed, oops. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> just moving on. The fuck. I'm yeah, guessing a body or something. <laughs> seems seems like a bug dude. I don't know. Maybe. Say a yellow bulb. All right. Surskit or something. How could it be a surskit? I don't. It's yellow. Okay, let's just. That's <laughs> a little green thing coming out of its head. Schmidt is still disturbed not... by the body that we just buried. I buried this. <laughs> we left her with her tea, just like she would have wanted. That was our little travel encounter. You've been walking for a while. It's now about two thirty a.m. And as you turn your head to the right, the a, a thick canopy of jungle trees dip out of the way. It seems like this is where the forest line ends, and you can see the bright, bright lights of Mauville City. It's to the west. Sam says, uh, well, this is my stop. This is where I'm heading. If you're going to the berry farm, that's going to be that way. And she Top points to direction. your left, and mm. um, she says, you're welcome to come with me now, or... If you all want to check on Cindy's grandparents, you can meet me in Mauville. I'll be there. Um, my my workplace is there. And she hands you... Uh, well, actually... Here we go. Have Schmidt and Cindy roll an opposed d20. Oh. Each other? Yep. With no stat. Just roll a d20 and it's opposed. It, it doesn't matter. matter. Oh, sorry. It wasn't one. Cindy. It was Elodie. My bad. Oh. Okay. It doesn't matter. I rolled a one. Okay. In that case, um, 
It, well, actually, no, you should Just still roll. You should, you should still roll. You should still <laughs> I'll roll. I'll still roll, yeah. 14. Okay, great. Um, before Sam leaves, she reaches out her hand and she says, Elodie, I got something for you. Do you take it? Oh, yeah, I'll take it. Cool. She hands you like a little robo sculpture of cabbage. It's got, ah! it's like made of metal and it has little springs that are attached to little balls, like where the goopy milk floats around. And it's really cute. And um, on the bottom, it says Sam. And along with it, she hands you a business card. And she says, I'll leave this with you for now. And I hope that I get to see you all again in Marvel when you head there. Thank you. I'm going to give her a hug before she goes. Okay. Are you sure you're going to be okay by yourself? We we could roll the hug. Do you want to? (laughs) Okay. Rolling the hug. Look, I rolled for a high five before. Just roll a straight d20. Okay. A nine. Sam got a 14. Um... Elodie's probably a little sleepy or a little tired. It's it's a it's a it's a nice hug. And Sam says, I'll see you all later and waves at you and hobbles along to a very sturdy looking wooden bridge over a fast flowing river. And right after that river is Marvel City. So does everyone want to come with me to the berry farm super quick? Yeah, I'll come with. Sure. Okay. The berry farm is quite close. You're not for it at all. Cindy's very familiar with this area. Cindy is familiar with how this place looks, but the rest of you haven't been here before. It's quite impressive. As you look to your left on this route, in this quiet, moonlit night, there are several dozen rows of berry trees. They all have different colored berries on them. They're all various shapes, but the major takeaway is that they are all incredibly healthy looking, and the berries are massively plump, and they look delicious. There's all sorts of varieties. On one side of this berry farm, there is a small shed. It looks like for maintenance, perhaps for, you know, when you're gardening and actually taking care of the crops. And then on the other side is a dwelling. Uh, Cindy probably books it to the dwelling. Okay. Check. Uh, Roll your first perception. I with disadvantage because you're exhausted. Seven. Seven. Um, Nothing looks particularly out of the ordinary except for the mailbox. As you walk up, you can see that the mailbox lid is open and it is pretty dang full. The letter on top that you happen to notice is the one that you wrote from the Fortress City Postal Service. It arrived here in a day and no one has touched it. Cindy is sad. Yes. Maybe they just haven't checked their mail yet. I'm sure it's fine. They literally farm every day. They, they check the mail when they, they take care of the berries. Cindy probably would grab the mail and bring it inside. Okay. So you all go inside? Yeah. Okay. Um, I need Cindy to make another disadvantaged perception check. Five. Five? They're sad rolls. Yeah, they are sad rolls for a sad time. Something's not entirely right. You can tell with the way that things are set down. Someone's been here who hasn't been here before. Can anyone else roll perception? Yeah, they could. Sure. I think everyone should roll by this point. Can we um, uh, Yeah, you can. Working on a kidnapping, probably. <laughs> I, anything, so I, got I got a 10. So. 15. 15. Okay. Um, you can tell that the state of this house, where you are right now, is kind of a foyer. There's a kitchen to the left. There's a dining room table. There's a living room with a comfy-looking couch. You can tell that it's been ruffled through. Um, a couple of the cabinets are open, 
there's a bookcase where some of the books aren't like fully slotted in. There's a little um, part of the rug, like it's wooden planks on the floor, right? It's a hardwood floor, but there's a rug that's been shifted to the side and there's like a little latch sticking out from under the ground. Um, it doesn't look like a couple of old people were just hanging out here yesterday. Uh, Cindy, do your grandparents have a basement? This particular basement? Cindy might not have known about, so you can roll history. Oh. I got a two. You got a two? Plus one. I got a three. Yeah, you, you've you had no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. I think the, uh, the latch um, might lead to it. Good to, does everyone want to go and see if there is a basement? Probably just full of berries, like. Okay, um, I'm going to go and one, try and. Or like berry smoothie stuff. Okay, I'll go and try and lift the latch. Okay. Yeah, you lift the latch and there's a little wooden staircase that descends slightly downwards. Not like super deep, not like the spooky horror movie basement, but there is in fact a basement. Cindy will probably lead the way just to, because mm-hmm. it's her house even though she doesn't didn't know this basement existed this basement is strange it doesn't at least this part that you can see doesn't appear to have any capability of storage it is basically a hallway it's about 20 feet down and at the end of it there seems to be some sort of mural or inscription on a thin part of the wall the closer you walk to that part of the wall there are vines sticking out from the wall Uh, do you go investigate this far wall in this hallway in the basement yeah. Behind this wall is the source of these vines. There's thorny vines coming out from here. There's elaborate inscriptions on this wall that you've never seen before. It looks like a foreign language. Um, and then in the center of it, there is a slot that is like, how do I describe it? There's a part of the wall that's sticking out and around that is a master lock. And there's there's um, three dials on it that have numbers. Huh. Make an arcana check. Fifteen. Your backpack is glowing. Love that. Is it the rock? Do I take out the rock? Yeah. Yeah, you take out the rock and um, the, the diamonds on it are emitting a light, a soft green light. What What's on the lock again? It's a metal lock it seems very very sturdy and on the bottom of it there are three number dials cindy is there like a three numbers that have any significance to your grandparents like your birthday birthday or something yeah maybe we can try that cindy puts in her birthday to see if that is the do you remember what uh, those numbers are it's like 916 so 916 yeah yeah it's 916 you reach your hands to the lock and you dial in 916 and it clicks open Ah, uh, okay. Do you remove the well, lock? At least they love me. <laughs> Unlike my parents. <laughs> open the open the lock. Okay, yeah, you remove the lock, and this wall with these inscriptions on it that you've never seen before slides open. It slides to the right into the this hallway basement, and there is a large dark room in front of you. Um, it smells of fresh earth and there are vines and flowers and all sorts of foliage all over the room. It's very dark. It's kind of hard to see. Be a bad idea to request some light from Soli. I was about to say, can Soli like make little fire? Sure. Light? 
Yeah. Where are you? Have you all like entered this area? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, have solely make some sort of check. Uh, survival. Just make it like a I don't know wisdom. Wisdom fifteen. And Holy. for a moment, this room is illuminated. Um, it stretches very deeply into the farm. The way that this basement is positioned, like this hallway, took you underneath where all the berries are stationed, and you can see on the ceiling massive tree roots stretching down into this room. The walls have lots and lots of shelves on them, but the shelves are completely overtaken by vines. As Soli spits out this flame, it lands on the opposite wall, and it starts to smolder a little bit, and you hear a screech. Vines stretch out from all around you, from underneath your feet, and they seal up the door where you came in. Fire's still burning. Can we put the fire out? Yeah, the fire's still burning. Like the burning on the plant or whatever? The yeah, wall. it's on the wall, but the wall is plant. Cindy Kai tries to blow it out. Okay, uh, roll of survival. You have expertise, oh, so you can add forward I'm really to that. I'm really good at that. Yeah. All right, 19. Okay, yeah. You, uh, you put the fire out, but all of you with your feet on the ground in this basement dwelling... You can feel the ground moving underneath you. It seems it's entirely compassed in vines. Um, you hear another very spooky screech coming from the far wall. Nope, 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 yeah, it's going brighter, and it's almost vibrating. Can I get all the way, like, can I hold it up to the wall? Sure. That's screeching. Yeah, you can do that. Um, wall, have, have rock. You hold up the rock to the wall, and it is emitting a light. From this light that is reflecting, you can see that the entire far wall, which is basically under the shed, it's past where you are, you're currently underground where all the berry trees are. Against the far wall where you're holding this is underneath the, the shed. That is where they keep all the gardening tools and stuff. Implanted, it seems like this is the source of all the vines. There is a large yellow flower just embedded into the wall. It is about nine feet tall and like four feet across. And at the top of it, there's a giant leaf. And underneath this leaf, there is a toothed mouth that points upwards. Um, two eyes under the mouth look at you. And you need to make a dexterity check as vines try and grab your feet. Nine. Nine. Cindy, sharp vines prod into your ankles and pull you to the ground. You start to bleed a little bit and you take one damage. Do, do I know what this, if it's a Pokemon, what it is? Roll something. You could roll a history. 13 plus one, 14. You look into the eyes that are stationed underneath its mouth, and they are familiar to you. Hello, friend. It doesn't respond to oh. this. Oh! Yeah? Can I roll history, please? Sure. Dang it, my rolls tonight. Well, if you've come to some, a realization as a character, like I think you could share it. I don't think it's as a character, though. It's just as a person. Because hmm. I don't think I know all of the... I don't think Schmidt knows about all of the lore of th this person. Okay. I can't do anything. Anyone going to make some sort of check? I'll uh, roll, I suppose, to 
check what it is? Sure. So that's history, right? Uh, it wouldn't be history for you. It'd be like an investigation oh, right. for you. Right. Which I'm good at. Yeah. Eleven. You can't quite sort it out. It's it's funny in your brain, this yellow plant that is massive and stuck into the far wall of this basement that is underneath the farm. It looks somewhat similar to what Gimli tripped on just a couple hours ago. If only I had figured out what that was. I've oh. put it all together. Oh, this hurts so much. But you knew what like the other Pokemon was, what didn't you? No, I didn't you roll could've... for it. Oh, never mind. Galactic Squids as a person knew who it was, but not Schmidt. Um, too freaked out by the Gimli. Roll a dexterity check. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Vines. Gimli's just <laughs> incredible. Vines reach up from the <laughs> ground so and good. attempt to pull you to the ground from your feet. Um, your steady boots keep you on top, and you stop on some vines. Um, the ground oh. beneath all of you is starting to move more and more rapidly, and vines off of the walls are starting to stretch in your direction. Has Cindy made a roll to identify what this thing is? Uh, made a history check and recognized its eyes. Did I give my point of inspiration to get advantage on that? Yeah, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, I'll give my inspiration for denying I, a cookie. In I, like want, I want, like, an RP <laughs> element of it. So do you think that there's any way that Schmidt could, like, lead her on kind of to what squids is thinking just kind of like freaking out like this thing is in your house you're sure you have absolutely no idea what this thing is a little familiar maybe you can roll again with advantage with my, with my like, scolding yeah i give sorry, you not with my point of inspiration you, you wouldn't have advantage you would have um you would have normal, normal and then you would get a d8 on top of it to help you with oh. the roll Okay, I rolled a 17. Okay, that's fine. So your grandparents keep a lot of Pokemon on the farm. There's a lot of them that help out with crops and, you know, tend to the berries, make sure they grow properly. And your berries are rated the best in the region, maybe even the world for a good reason, because your grandparents have managed this for years and years, and it has been so gosh dang successful. You take another glance into the eyes of this monster that is just planted into the wall with vines all around you, and you realize that this is a Pokemon that you know very dearly, but you've never seen it in this kind of state. This is your gift Bellsprout as a child named Pumpkin. Its eyes are familiar, but its body is entirely unfamiliar. It seems to be very unhappy and very defensive. Vines reach up from the ground again, and this time they target Schmidt and Elodie. I need dex checks from both of you. Knew it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, hmm. Five. Wait. Wait. <laughs> okay, you got a five? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Schmidt, you take two points of piercing damage as these thorns wrap into your ankles and they knock you to the ground. You are now prone. Elodie gets whipped by thorny vines, takes three points of piercing damage, but is not not prone. Um, the vines around you continue to writhe faster and faster. Pumpkin, it's me. Make a like a Pokemon handling. This is a very high check. <laughs> Nate. Nope. Um, <laughs> you speak out to Pumpkin, and Pumpkin is looks at you and 
fear and anger enters its eyes and it pulls you tighter to the ground. Cool. Can I still speak? Yeah. It's scrapping time. <laughs> I don't know if we can get out of here. Uh, Quacko, it's, it's time. We're, we're fighting. Quacko hit him with a pack. Do I need to roll for... This is combat. Do I need to roll for initiative? I'm not going to make you roll. Because this is where we're going to call it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Dunsparce and Drampa. If you're enjoying the series, please be sure to follow or subscribe and check out the links in the description or by visiting linktree slash Dunsparce. It's been a blast making these first few episodes and the players and I would love to hear from you. So please feel free to send us a message on Twitter at DunsparceCast or join the discussion channel in the Calyrex Game Corner Discord server. Again, all of those links can be found in the link tree. You can get extra exclusive content by joining our Patreon, which is incredibly appreciated and really helps keep us afloat. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Tuesday. Great. Uh, Matt like has an aneurysm. <laughs> Do you want to roll for that aneurysm? <laughs> sure. What am I rolling? Uh, D twenty. Uh, I rolled a seventeen. What Great. is it? Yeah, you're fine. You're okay. You, you have like a headache, but you're not dead, so that's great. It's not, yeah, it's not an actual proper aneurysm.